the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for July 15th, 2012. And today we're going to be covering just a kind of a variety of different uh, topics, not really just one theme, but just so many different various breaking news that it's kind of hard just to key in on one thing, uh, particularly week after week. But the first subject that we're going to be talking about today is... Uh, entitled Closure of Border Patrol Stations Across Four States Trigger Alarm. Uh, the Obama administration is moving to shut down nine border patrol stations across four states, triggering a backlash from local law enforcement, uh, members of Congress, border patrol agents themselves. Critics of the move warn the closures will undercut efforts to intercept drug and human tra- traffickers in well-traveled corridors north of the U.S.-Mexico border. Though the affected stations are scattered throughout the northern and uh, central Texas and three other states, the coverage areas still get plenty of illegal immigrant activity. And local officials are getting worried about what will happen once the Border Patrol leaves town since they rely on those federal officials to assist in making immigration arrests. Uh, Potter County Sheriff Brian Thomas told Fox News, uh, quote, it could impact us tremendously since we've only got two agents here now for 26 counties. Thomas said that while his area is far from the border, it's still a major corridor for illegal immigrants, and he said his office depends on Border Patrol to respond to their calls. The one, one uh, the guys of the Border Patrol agent said, I can't hold a carload of people out there on I-40 for eight hours while someone comes from El Paso. I mean, that's just crazy. Border Patrol resident agent in uh, charge of Amarillo, Texas, expressed similar worries in a recent memo to local law enforcement, alerting them to the plan closure. He said there is no active plan right now for immigration and customs enforcement to fill the void on assisting local officials with stops. So in other words, they're just systematically de... Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of the proper word here... Uh, essentially closing down different stations. As I have said in the past, it's all by design in order to facilitate massive numbers of illegal immigrants pouring into the country, uh, which fulfills Obama and his handlers, the New World Orders, the Illuminati, whatever you want to call them, their agenda on many, many different levels. The, the reasons are are various, far-reaching, and there's many of them. But by doing this, they're ultimately just creating a more, a bigger and bigger problem regarding illegal immigration. And um, it's a problem that's just not going to go away. Essentially, what it boils down to is the systematic destruction of America, which, again, is by design, particularly the middle class, of America, which has always been, from an Illuminati standpoint, one of their primary goals is to destroy the middle class, which they viewed as one of the last things blocking the implementation of the uh, coming out of the old world order, which they view as the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius or the new world order. And the middle class of America has to be destroyed. They want to create a, as they've done in many other countries and as, as a model for the world, they want to create an ultra-elite, nothing in between, and then an ultra-servitude, serfdom, poor class. And the middle class does not fit into that model. So, here's just 18 facts that prove illegal immigration is an absolute nightmare for U.S. economy. I'm just going to kind of briefly go over these. Illegal immigrants take away jobs from American citizens. Now, I know there's the whole argument about, well, yeah, those are jobs Americans don't want. Okay, fine. Um, That may be true to a certain extent, but it's sure not uh, enough of a reason to let them just come into the country wholesale. See, the thing about it, the overriding thing is that what I always come back to is the fact that they're here illegally. Try to go to Mexico illegally. And see what happens. They've got one of the most hardcore, uh, as far as um, jail time and 
penalties as far as going into their country illegally. Uh, now, they'll let people come through their country that are illegal immigrants from other countries. They'll let them go through as long as they keep going up to America. Okay. But most countries, in fact, America is probably the only country on the planet that this is going on on a mass scale, where you can just cross over the borders and, you know, hey, we're here. And systematically, again, they're closing these border patrol stations. There's, um, as far as the border itself goes, it's, uh, it's a joke. You know, there's no real fence that spans the thing. There, there, there's all kind of things that need to be done. It's unbelievably understaffed. There, um, essentially I saw a thing the other day where they're being trained. Uh, some of these border patrol agents are actually being trained if they're confronted by somebody bearing a weapon, what they're, can, what they're told to do is actually turn and run. Don't confront them. Don't just just let them come over. Essentially, now not only this, but as we went over in previous teachings, it is an absolute documented fact that many of the Islamic terrorists from the Middle East, where we've went over there, the American governments went over there, and in in you know as if Islam is not bad enough, we've went over there and made all kind of enemies because of our own militaristic actions over in the Middle East fighting to guard the poppy seed plants in Afghanistan and to secure their oil reserves and spreading depleted uranium, which is causing massive, massive uh, amounts of birth defects and just spreading horrific stuff over the Middle East, which incites the Muslims to wrath against America. So, as if they're not bad enough, now it's like taking a stick, putting it into a hornet's nest, and, and, and you know... Now they've come over here, this has been going on for decades, these Islamic terror cells coming through the, through the southern border and then establishing themselves in these Islamic terror cells all throughout the United States. And they're just waiting to get the green light to implement uh, essentially, you know, jihad, holy war in America. And there's a ton more here than you think. We've went, I've went over, I've played the news clips where even mainstream news, usually on a local level, has covered that, admitted to that, documented where a lot of these terror cells are. And, we, and our government won't do a thing about it. Because, see, they're there for a reason. They're there when they go hot. They're going to be one of the reasons, if not the main reason, why we institute martial law, which will essentially take away all rights of, of Americans, all your freedoms will be suspended. And that will be... At least one of the main potential excuses they, they meaning the Illuminati, Big Brother, whatever you want to call it, that will be one of the main reasons they use in order to take away our rights in an instant. Okay, And these, these terrorists are here pre-positioned. The illegal Im- immigrants are, are uh, obviously a lot more higher in number. Uh, but let's go to the second point here. Uh, the majority of Im- our immigrants now seek sneak through the oh, through the back door that the federal government purposely leaves open. Again, we just kind of mentioned that. Uh, let's see here. Far more people move into the United States le- illegally than come through in a legal immigration process. See, what I've always boiled it down to is they're here illegally. They're illegal. Okay, what part about that word makes this something you can possibly justify and say, oh, well, we just need to grandfather them in. Is there any other country on the, on the world that would even consider such a thing, much less let all of them in? No, but it's being done and it has been done for decades by design in order to ultimately be one other aspect of the absolute total destruction of America, and particularly its middle class. Creating the problem, Order out of chaos, as the 33rd degree Illuminati or uh, Freemasonic motto is, Ordo Abcao in Latin, order out of chaos. They're going to bring their new world order out of the chaos they have created. And that chaos is being set up and set up and set up through, you know, the illegal immigrants, through the Muslim terrorists. This is just one aspect of it, but it's a big one. Uh, Illegal immigrants generally don't pay taxes. The vast majority of illegal immigrants would have never even uh, dreamed of paying the taxes, Mexicans living in America, and I know it's not only Mexicans living in America, send billions upon billions of dollars out of the United States and back to Mexico every year. Just one of the more ways they're, you know, destroying America. Um, They 
pay almost to nothing in taxes. They have no problem receiving tens of billions of dollars worth of free education, though, free health care benefits, free housing assistance, free food staff benefits. I mean, they have, I mean, the absolute inequality on the way illegal aliens are treated, I could probably do a 10-part teaching on this subject. I'm just hitting the high points. You know, somebody could some say, well, I dispute this one point. I'm, I'm only touching the, scratching the surface. I've covered this and other, other teachings many, many times. Um, but there is absolute total inequality. They're rewarded for being here illegally. We, on the other hand, let's say middle-class America, are being penalized, pushed into a corner, forced into now with this Obamacare. Just, It's just like Satan to just try to force somebody more and more and more and more into a corner. And this is exactly what they're doing. They're just tightening things down and tightening things down you know, and and to uh, and it's all by design, essentially. Uh, next part, uh, point number five: the cost of educating the children of illegal immigrants is staggering. It's estimated that U.S. taxpayers spend, oh my word, uh, twelve billion. Yeah, twelve billion a year. Now, there's a there's hot links on all of these points. If you don't believe this, I'll put the link here in the, in the article. But there's hot links that prove what these points are individually, $12 billion a year on primary and secondary school education for children of illegal immigrants, which should have never been here in the first place. A lot of these illegals come over here so that they can have babies because by doing so, then the mother and the child become legal citizens. Isn't that great? They're rewarded for doing something evil. But when you have a nation that calls evil good and good evil, that's what we should expect. The wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted, as the Bible says, and we have the vilest president we've ever had in the history of, of America, at least. Um, so you should expect the wicked to be walking on every side when the vilest men are exalted, according to the Bible. It says that in Psalm 12, verse 8. And um, it's just kind of par for the course here. So going further here, uh, thanks to illegal immigration, California's overstretched uh, health care system is on the verge of collapse. Dozens of California hospitals and emergency rooms have shut down over the last decade because they cannot afford to stay open after being endlessly swamped by illegal immigrants who are simply not able to pay for the services they're receiving. Again, they should have never been here. But they're rewarded for being here in every way, shape, or form. I, I had put out a video. I I if I had saved, and I just don't have the... Um, Obviously, I'm just by myself here doing this. Now, not to say I don't have uh, like other listeners that have helped me with the website itself, but as far as the day-to-day stuff, um, just one person can only do so much. And I'm um, trying to respond to all the questions and then try to get up a uh, you know 20-page, 15-page, 25-page PDF every week with the teaching that I'm doing. Um, it's it's about everything I can do to, to do that. And... Um, if I had was able to take all the links I've put out regarding this subject in the last six years, I don't know. It has been since I've really been in, I guess, uh, more formal uh, ministry here. I mean, I don't. It probably. I'm sure the document would at least be over 100 pages. It's just that I don't have everything in one spot. I put out a lot on emails via the newsletters, but unfortunately, they're not, they're not archived. Um, on the site. I just, I don't have the time to actually do that aspect of it. The teachings are archived, the PDFs are archived with the individual audio teachings on a weekly basis. But, um, one of the teachings, or one of the emails I had sent out, uh, it showed this complex of apartments. I think this was in like Oregon or Washington somewhere. I mean, it was blocks and blocks and blocks of this pristine Apartment complexes. I mean, these aren't your run-of-the-mill. It was all illegal aliens that were living in this place. And they went through and he documented I mean, it was blocks and blocks. A brand new car sitting out front. I could not believe what I was seeing. It was just one aspect to this. Of, of this just unbelievably evil system that's that's growing and taking place in America. Um, it says, sadly now, the state of California now ranks dead last in all of the 50 states in a number of emergency rooms per millions of people. Uh, point seven. 
Uh, it was estimated that there were approximately 7.7 million illegal aliens employed by the U.S. employees during 2008. How much uh, would our economy, how much better would our economy look if all those jobs were being filled by American workers? Exactly. Now, like where I'm at, where we, we, where we moved here up in North Carolina, um, there's whole towns that were absolutely, and I'm sure this is true across America, but up here, they did a lot of textile furniture stuff, okay? You could drive around here, and I mean, there's all kind of gigantic factories that have been shut down a long time ago. I mean, these things just didn't shut down yesterday. As we've outsourced everything overseas, particularly to China, where they can have their slave labor make everything for pennies, you know, on the dollar. They're, they're in, in all of that work has been outsourced overseas. So that's another aspect of destroying the middle class. Moving on, and then you have the illegals coming in, taking the other jobs that remain, and then you have a president who's trying to systematically destroy the country in every way, shape, and form. So it, it's no wonder these things are going on. Uh, point number eight, the region along the U.S.-Mexico border is now an open war zone. Oh, this is another huge point. Now, I've done teaching re- free, uh, frequently, uh, not too long ago, and it was regarding the Santa Muerte death cult, the, the angel of death that they worship. It's literally the angel of death. It's one of the biggest um, religions there. It was on Catholicism, idol worship, Santa Muerte death cult. Just, if you want to know about any of these subjects, just key the... Uh, um, there's a box, a search box on contendingfortruth.com. Just key in whatever you're interested in in the keyword search box and you'll find it there. Uh, but it's an open war zone. A lot of it is due to the fact that Catholicism is so compatible with, in particular, this Santa Morte death cult, this, this whole um, worship of this Grim Reaper, essentially. See, they incorporate their idols into... Catholicism. It's just like voodoo is very, very complementary and compatible with Catholicism. I used to have a lot of patients that were um, Haitian when I practiced back in Florida. For a couple years I did. Not not my whole... I was active practice for about 15 years. Um, and um, I started studying this and I found that according to their own statistics, it was like 99, 98% of the people, at least at the time, practiced voodoo in one way, shape, or form. And at the same time, 90% of them were Catholics as well, said they were Catholics. It's because the two religions are so compatible. And again, they've incorporated this in. But this has a lot to do with why it's so evil in Mexico. And a lot of these third world countries. I'm not saying where we're at is, is, is any walk in the park either. I'm just saying that down there, a lot of the things that they're doing is, are, are more hardcore from a in-your-face, out-in-the-open, you know, celebration of this. Uh, so, just across the U.S. border, the city of Juarez, Mexico, is considered one of the most dangerous cities on the entire planet because of the, of the brutal drug war being waged there. And again, then we have Fast and Fierce, where we're literally supplying them with guns so that we can turn around and blame the guns that we supply. It's The guns are being what's demonized right now. And I have this UN Small Arms Treaty, which ultimately, the ultimate goal here, which they're saying is going to be signed on the 27th, is to totally wait, take away all guns of American citizens. And again, if you do a study on that, you will see that once they disarm a country, mass, mass, mass killings of their populace always ensues. You can look at Stalin, Pol Pot, Mao Zedong, Hitler. You can look at, and I just saw a chart on it the other day. Um, I think I'm going to probably cover that in an upcoming teaching. Actually, I saw it yesterday. And it just showed, every time, and it showed the supposed laws that they use to take away the guns. And the Bible talks about these governments that frameth like they frame the Constitution, they frame it mischief by a law. And this is what we're seeing more and more and more with Obama signing all these executive orders, 
it's it's totally 100% unjust. And then you have the churches out there who are 501c3 corporations saying no matter what the, no matter what the president does, we have to get behind him and no matter what he says or does, we have to support him. Where the Bible does not say that in Romans 13. Okay? These are evil, evil, wicked people. And as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. When they're telling you to do something that's contradictory to the Bible, you obey the word of God even if it means your life. Okay. Now, I've done a whole teaching on Romans 13 that you can key in, just key in Romans or Romans 13 in the keyword search box, or 501c3 if you want to know about, more about the 501c3 corporate church that's totally been sold out to Satan, essentially. They have their clergy response teams now, and they're in bed with FEMA and Homeland Security and these types of things, and they're going to be used to pacify their flocks when martial law is imposed, and the pastors are going to tell them, you know, turn in your guns, Take, take the vaccinations. In fact, they're going to come to the church to vaccinate us, and they're going to, you're going to get on these nice buses, and they're going to take you away to these nice camps where you be nice and safe. This is what the pastors are going to be used for. I'm not saying all pastors are going to go along with this. I'm not saying all 501c3 pastors are like from Satan. I'm just saying they're in the system that's going to be used to implement that. They're part of the beast system if they're 501c3. They're yoked up with the government. The IRS in the government, gave them their right to exist. They're a corporation. There's no Bible for it. There's none. Jesus Christ wasn't a 501c3 corporation. You know? The apostles weren't either. There's no Bible for it whatsoever. It's There's no Bible for denominations either. There's no Bible for a lot of the stuff that, that typically goes on in the modern day 501c3 corporate church. But I'm telling you, they're, they're on the train to the New World Order. So at one point or another, they're going to either have to say, well, we're getting off this train, you know, because as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, or they're going to stay on it, and they're going to get assimilated into the Borg, like Star Trek. They're going to be assimilated. So they're going to have to make, at one point, they're going to have to make up their mind. I made up my mind a long time ago. long time ago. Back in, I think, 06 or 05. I got off that train once and for all. I've been in it long enough. I'm like, I'm done with this. I'm sick of this lukewarm garbage that I see pervading the church. This church typically doesn't want truth. I had tried to give them truth on several churches I've been to. Tried to, you know, in a, in a nice way, not in a mean way. Approach the pastors, things of this nature. Never one time were any of them, did any of them ever yield on any point even though they were never able to refute one shred of information that I was giving them. I wasn't going to them in a mean way. I wasn't going to them to try to show them how smart I was. I wasn't doing it... The Bible talks about going to one privately, you know? Okay? I did that. Didn't matter. Okay? Because their lives are invested in that system. They're taught a certain way in seminary, which are more like cemeteries, because most of the time they ruin the pastors. You know, they're taught that, you know, the KJV is not the best rendering and there's other versions that are more accurate. They're taught to yoke up with the government. They're taught to go, okay, get your state licensing by the power invested in me by the state of Florida, state of North Carolina, wherever you are. I now pronounce you man and wife. I thought that, shouldn't that power be invested by God? Is that God-ordained pastor? Oh, no, no. It's by the state. Well, at least they're honest about it when they state that. You know, everything's backwards, out of order, you know. And you wonder why things are, we're supposed to be salt and light. The church isn't salt and light anymore for the most part. It's just going along. It's going with the flow. It's part of the system. If you're part of the system, you're not going to oppose the system. That's why. It's a big reason. So, going back to the article here, um, we just talked about the these unbelievable brutality and, and of the drug war down there. Uh, Juarez, Mexico has become the murder capital of the Western Hemisphere. And that violence begets violence, evil begets evil, okay? And it's begun to spill over into the areas of southwestern United States as well. Um, here's another huge one. A substantial percentage of young illegal immigrants end up in gangs. U.S. authorities say there are now over one million members of criminal gangs operating in the United States. Now, that number is not accurate anymore. So I think it's 1.4. Just read another article the other day, 12 reasons that the streets of America are... I mean, I, when, you, when you read this, it was like, oh my word, it's all true. Talked about the drugs and the, you know, 
the gangs, it's, it's up to 1.4. They say that the gangs in America have grown 40% since 2009. It's more lawless. Why? We're, Satan is trying to prepare the way for the lawless one. And the restraining hand of God is being lifted, essentially, according to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. The restraining, the restrainer is being taken away. Evil men and seducers are waxing, meaning growing worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived, according to 2 Timothy 3.13. And God is sending the world, essentially, strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness, according to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. This is the time we're living in right now. The apostasy, the falling away of the church. And then that wicked, capital W, will be revealed. We're right on the cusp of the Antichrist being revealed. So, that's where we're at right now on the biblical prophetic timetable. So, these are things that we should um, be, I guess, expecting, but also in prayer about, you know. So, going further here, uh, yeah, the substantial portions, it says that... um, According to federal, federal statistics, these 1 million gang members, now it's 1.4, are responsible for up to 80% of the violent crimes committed in the USA each year. So it's a, it's a huge problem. Latino gangs make up primarily the illegal aliens and are responsible for much of this violence. The dregs of the third world Central American, particularly society, come here because maybe they're wanted in their own country. But in here... They're an illegal alien. They have all these rights and privileges. So we get the worst of the worst in America. So that's another aspect of it. You know, and then they get into the gang. I mean, these gangs are so beyond cutthroat. It's not even funny. Uh, I mean, I've seen documentaries on these gangs, these Mexican gangs and these Central American gangs. I mean, and they're, they, <laughs> I'll tell you, they are as evil and as cutthroat as, as you could possibly, you can't even imagine how in your own mind, how evil they are. So, these are the types of, of people we're talking about. Um, the, number point ten, the 18th Street Gang is certainly giving MS-13 a run for their money. It is believed the 18th Street Gang has thousands of members in the city of Los Angeles alone. In fact, the gang has become so notorious that there are even rumors that some police officers in Los Angeles will not even venture into the areas most heavily controlled by them. And... I'm just hitting the high points here. I'm skipping over a lot. Point 11. The drug war in northern Mexico is one gigantic bloodbath. Mexican government says that there are as many as 28,000 people have been slaughtered by the drug cartel since 2007 alone. A very significant number of those deaths happen along the U.S. borders. Point 12. It's an open secret that Mexican drug cartels are openly conducting military operations inside the United States. The handful of border patrol agents that we... that we have guarding the border massively outgunned and outmanned, and now they're being taught to run and flee. Just let them over. Let them over. Um, one agent who patrols the border who asked to remain anonymous told Fox News the following. He says, to say that the area, that this area is out of control is an understatement. That's from a border control agent. Um, a different federal, federal agent put it this way in an email to Fox News. He said, quote, every night we're getting beaten like a piñata at a birthday party by drug and alien smugglers. And again, we have the absolute total power to police this, to deal with it, to put up a real fence, to actually literally have a real border patrol to fix this problem. Probably we, we could have a much of this stopped within a couple weeks' time if they would just station the proper people. No. No, we're going to pull them all off there. We're going to start... No, no, we're going to put our money now into TSA. We're going to start having checkpoints all over America and harass the Americans, the middle class in particular. Show me your papers. You know, everywhere you go, you get on a plane, you go to a bus, wherever you go. No, we're going to put our money to, to, and give it to these pedophilic devils that we hire in the TSA, where they're not even doing background checks, or if they do, if they have a criminal record, they're being preferred now. We're going to get into that this week as well. No, we're, we're going to do that. We're going to give our money to that. We're going to massively expand the local um, police. I mean, I can't even go out now 
there's so many cops on the road. It, it is like constantly, it seems like, there is cops on my tail or wherever I go. And it's like, no, no. We need these people down on the border in particular. I mean, that's one place. No, we would rather harass the middle class. Now, and again, you get stopped at these checkpoints and these types of things. The illegal aliens are let go. No, no, they, you can go do your business. It's the middle class that are harassed. I'm going to talk about that in, in, a, in a second as well. Um, Thirteen. Federal border officials say that the drug cartels have not only set up shop on U.S. soil, but they're actually maintaining lookout bases in strategic locations in the hills of southern Arizona. Uh, if you go to Arizona today, there are actually signs that have been put up by the federal government warning American citizens not to venture into certain areas in the wilderness routes that are used by Mexican drug cartels. Have you seen the pictures of where, the, where, where these, these devils come in and the, and the trash and the litter that they leave? and the refuse, and they rape women along the way, a lot of these coyotes that bring the things in, and they leave all kind of evidence of that as well. I mean, these, these are pigs. You know, I'm not saying every person that, that comes here legally is a pig. I'm saying, for the most part, what you're dealing with is a very, very bad element of society. You know, and again, they're here illegally. It really doesn't matter if they're a, gr a nice person. They're still here illegally, which to me is the overriding factor. And again, just look at all these other points I've just brought, and we're not even done. Point 14, the drug war being waged on both sides of the border is so violent that it's almost unimaginable. For example, one very prominent Mexican assassin known as the, quote, soup maker, nice, nice uh, moniker there, has confessed that he is made approximately 300 bodies disappear by dissolving them in acid baths. So that's one of the things they like. This is why he's the soup maker. So they dissolve them in acid. Uh, they also will take them out and let vultures, uh, you know, eat their bodies, which can be a pretty quick process, evidently. Point 15, Arizona police are being openly warned by Mexican drug cartels that if they try to interfere to drug traffic in their area, that they will be, quote, taken out by drug cartel snipers. Now, again... This whole article is hot-linked. Just about every point here is hot-linked to the actual source article for where we're talking about. So I'm not making this stuff up. Point 16. While the U.S. military endlessly hunts for members of Al-Qaeda in the caves of Afghanistan and on the streets of Iraqi cities, a very real threat has been building just south of the border. Yeah, I mean, we've got all these military bases stationed over there, and we've got a far worse product right here on our own soil that we have created and we have let happen and we are encouraging it's, it's absolute total madness, insanity. But when you have Satan in charge, this is what we, we should expect. And this is about to where we've got. Satan is in charge at this point. Uh, let's see here. Over the past 15 years, Hezbollah has set up operations all over Mexico, Central America, and South America. And they're actually making a lot of money on the drug trade and trafficking of illegal aliens. Sadly, our government is largely ignoring this. If it's evil, they ignore it, pretty much, for the most part. Or, you know, give them a slap on the wrist. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, each year, it costs the states billions of dollars to incarcerate illegal immigrant criminals. This is another huge point. That should have never been allowed into the country in the first place. It's estimated that the illegal aliens make up approximately 30% of the federal, state, and local prisons, and that the total cost of incarcerating them is only $1.6 annually. Yeah, it's not costing us very much. We should just let it keep going on. Point 18, the drug cartels and the gangs always seem to be a couple steps ahead of our agents along the border. Uh, approximately 75 tunnels along the U.S. border with Mexico have been discovered by law enforcement officers in the last four years alone. How much do you think all this crime, gang violence, and drug cartel activity is uh, actually costing our economy? Why won't the federal government do what the Constitution requires and secure the border? Oh, but Barack Obama says he has a plan. He says that he's going to save the day. Um, <laughs> the following is how Barack Obama describes the plan. Quote, we're not going to ship back 12 million people. We're not going to do it as a practical matter. I mean, they're already here. Okay, they're here illegally. And yes, a lot of them are the absolute, a lot of them, not all, but a lot of them, the absolute dregs of society and murderers and 
drug traffickers and coyotes and female human trafficking and all that, you know, fun stuff. Yeah, okay. We, but we're not going to do it as a practical matter. Yes, it's costing us tons and, I mean, so the, the, the cost is just unfathomable. The amount of money and the amount of jobs lost and stuff like that. But we're not going to ship them back. It's, it's a practical matter. He goes on to say, quote, we would have to take all our law enforcement that we have made, we have available. We would have to use it and put people on buses and rip families apart. Oh, yeah. Wow. True. We couldn't do that. Never. Never. Even though they're here illegally. No, we couldn't. We're going to reward them. We're going to ultimately reward them for what they did illegally. That's the message that's clearly being sent. He goes on to say, and that's not who we are. That's not what America's about. So what I've proposed is you say we're going to bring these folks out of the shadows. We're going to make them pay a fine. We are, gonna, we are going to have them learn English. We are going to have them go to the... They are going to have to go to the back of the line. Right, no, they're in the front of the line. But they will have a pathway to citizen, citizenship over the, next, the course of the next 10 years. Well, he's, he's ultimately pushing, you know to totally legalize them all and, and that that is is probably won't even happen. They're gonna be rewarded um, for being here. So j- just for some other points here, it says how these are just some questions this article brings up. So how many illegal immigrants do you think they're gonna step forward to pay a fine? One percent? How many of them do you think are gonna show up for the English classes? <laughs> who do you who is gonna make them do it? They haven't had to do anything so far. Why are they gonna start now? Is it going to be Obama? Are we going to have law enforcement officials running around trying to collect fines from illegal immigrants and trying to get them to attend their English lessons? <laughs> According to Obama, the millions upon millions of illegal immigrants that are in the country are going to be glad to willingly do the following. Number one, they're going to admit they broke the law. Number two, they're going to pay back taxes and a fine. Number three, they're going to all learn English. Number four, they're going to be willing to undergo, back, undergo background checks before starting the legalization process. Uh, those four points are taken directly from Obama's plan. So what are the illegal immigrants going to do when this plan is passed? 99% of them are going to laugh and they're just going to keep on doing what they've been doing. Why? Because if you let somebody get away with something, it's human nature. Okay, Unless you will police yourself, which very few people I have found will do, they're going to keep doing it. It's human nature. It's the wicked human nature. It's the wicked heart of the human being. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I know that doesn't line up with Hallmark signature family shows. Trust your own heart. Your heart will never deceive you. And all those jewelry commercials where just trust your heart. It'll never do you wrong. I know that. Okay, I know I'm going against their their advertising campaigns. But the Bible has a big, big, um, a lot different aspect of what the heart is. The Bible says there is a way which seemeth right unto a man but the end thereof are the ways of death. That's your heart. And I'm not saying your heart would always deceive you. I mean, if you're in the Word of God, you're a Bible-believing Christian, and you're you know, seeking righteousness, I'm not saying you're all... But for the most part, a person left to himself, like a child left to himself, will bring his mother to shame, person left to himself, with no biblical instruction, they're not typically going to turn out too good. The Bible says, um, re- regarding um, the heart, that he who trusteth in his own heart is a fool. Proverbs 28, 26. The fool has said in his heart that there is no God, which is what we talked about last week with the CERN particle collider. They've discovered the God particle. See, that's God. We finally figured out what God is. It's this particle that has this amazing intelligence that basically gives them the universe mass, and it's what, you know, figured everything out and after the Big Bang, it's what started the Big Bang, it's what rearranged everything after the Big Bang. Wow, now we finally have an answer. You know, The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. So, again, these people... Now, the Bible says if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. See, that's what we should be doing every day, judging ourselves. He who is spiritual judgeth all things. Jesus Christ said, judge righteous judgment. Oh, no, he didn't. He said, judge not lest you be judged. Yes, he did say that in the context of when you have a beam in your own eye and you're judging a speck in your brothers. 
That's hypocritical judgment. That's when you don't judge. It even says, pluck the beam out of your own eye so that you can judge the speck in your brothers. Okay, so again, it's not about being nitpicky or, or better than other people. I'm just saying, ju- just judgment is an attribute of God. And when judgment leaves a land, just judgment leaves a land, God's judgment always ensues eventually. And it grieves God, and you can look all through, the, particularly the Old Testament, when there is no righteous, just judgment in the land, which is what we're talking about today here, that it, it grieves God. It just, it grieves Him. And eventually He destroys that nation or that society where that is going on. It's that big of a deal. So, it goes on to say, large numbers of illegal immigrants are already enjoying the, quote, high life in dozens of sanctuary cities across the United States. Oh, golly. The following is how Ohio Jobs and Justice PAC defines sanctuary cities. Generally, sanctuary policies instruct city employees not to notify the federal government of the presence of illegal aliens living in their communities. Oh, do you believe this? The policies also end the distinction between legal resident aliens and illegal aliens. So illegal aliens often benefit from taxpayer-funded government services and programs as well. Sounds like a good deal to me. Where can I sign up for this plan? The article states. Um, so today we're being told that we need to make life as comfortable as possible for the waves of illegal immigrants that are coming in. In fact, Barack Obama says that all of us need to make sure that our kids are learning how to speak Spanish so we can accommodate them as well. Because it's all about accommodating the illegal immigrants. I mean, it's all about them. It's not about us. You know, we're, we're the drugs of society. We're, we're the evil ones. We're the problem. You know? So, um, I'm, I'm reading this quote here. Uh, it essentially goes on, I think it's a quote from Obama. It, he basically says, but understand this, instead of worrying about whether immigrants can, can learn English, he says, they'll learn English. Yeah, right. You need to make sure your child can speak Spanish. This goes on to say, all of this is utter insanity. Um, the cold, hard reality of the matter is that we have tightly secured border between South Korea and North Korea for over 50 years. And we could secure our own border if we really wanted to. I mean, how much more resources do we have than South Korea? You know? But instead, we continue to leave the border with Mexico completely wide open. Thousands of criminals, gang members, and drug pushers continue to come in completely unchecked every single day. So please don't think, you know, I, I've had people email in the past and they would say, yeah, well, this or that. And they're not all bad. Okay, yeah, but they're still here legally. Okay? Bottom line, if I came into Mexico... And I did it illegally. It would be wrong of me, Scott Johnson, to do that. It would be wrong of me. And I would admit that. And if I went to prison down there in Mexico and, and whatever, okay, hey, I pay, I'm pay. i paying the price. I deserve it. I did something illegal. So I'm not holding them to a higher accountability than I would hold myself is the point I'm trying to make here. Because that would be hypocritical of me to do that. I'm not going to do that. Um... Meanwhile, the rest of us have to subject ourselves to some of the most humiliating security measures imaginable before we are even allowed to get on an airplane now. And not only that, but the pornographic body scanners that literally that use the terahertz radiation that literally unzips your, your DNA and, and has the, the uh, naked pornographic pictures stored. And then you can go or you can opt for the invasive pat-down by the um, pedophilic dregs of society TSA agents that they're hiring now. We're going to talk about that as well. We have to go through all that and the illegal aliens get to go off scot-free. It's, it's a wonderful state of affairs in America. So anyway, that it, actually, I wasn't even planning on covering this part, but as I started reading this, I said, you know what, I'm going to have to justify why this border closing thing is such a big deal. Why it's so insane. And the hypocrisy that's going on right now. Closing the border patrol station. We don't even hardly have anything, like I said, as it is on the border. And yet they're ramping up all these other things. With the TSA, with the checkpoints, on the roads, 
in the airports, in on bus stations, train stations, uh, sporting events, things of this nature. So again, it, it is important, I think, to cover both aspects and to, and to present kind of the big picture, so you can get the, you know, the, the big picture regarding the whole thing that we're talking about. Okay, so I added, I just added that in um, to the actual PDF, which brings it up to 25 pages. So I just added quite a bit more into the teaching, but um, yeah, we've covered all that. Now, again, to contrast that, one of the reasons I brought this up in the first place is because. Um, this week this had come out, and I'm not even going to go into these. You can click on these links. I, I sent it out in my main newsletter. And it was, the first one was entitled, Three Checkpoints in One Morning. Welcome to the Police State. And it was that pastor, um, Anderson, I believe, uh, out in uh, California, just, you know, in one morning in California. Three checkpoints. And I'm talking, a lot of these checkpoints you're waiting at, you know, 15 minutes to a half hour. Three in one morning, just trying to drive. This is the future of America. I mean, it's not that where I'm at yet, but, you know, it's it's total, absolute insanity. He wouldn't give him any information. Now, before, he's been drug out of his vehicle, tased, beaten, had 11 stitches, you know, the whole nine yards. So, the guy's got some serious backbone. I'll give him that. You know, but this is this is where we're coming to, and 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 the you contrast that with what I just went over, where they're just letting the illegal aliens pour in the dregs of the dregs of society, the drug cartels and the drug smugglers and the human traffickers, and and then the Islamists that I mentioned before. They're okay. They're, they're okay to come in here and pass, but American citizens are the ones that are that are the actual enemy. They're the ones that that are the bad guys. They're the ones that are, that are actually the real terrorists. You know, uh, next YouTube video, couple arrested in the USA empire for asking police map directions. Now I watched all of these. I couldn't believe it. This one lady, just this one lady cop just got totally unbelievably indignant. They were in a bad neighborhood. I, I don't know if it was, was in some big city. And, uh, this one, uh, black cop lady really took issue with them and just basically said, no, I'm not giving you directions. You figure it out. And then they went up to another police officer and the, the police lady saw that and she went up and intervened and said, no, he's not going to give you directions either. You, you figure it out for yourself. Hey, they're here to protect and serve, right? I mean, isn't that their motto? Seems reasonable to me. I mean, you know, service with a smile. What's not to like about that kind of attitude? The next one was cop arrest firefighter for helping injured person. This, there's this big accident on the side of the road. I'm just going to give you the cliff notes. This big accident on the side of the road on this interstate, and this big pumper fire truck comes up, which were, was there to literally extract the injured person out of the vehicle. And it's a four or five lane interstate, and he pulls up where only one lane was being kind of guarded, right, and that wasn't, that wasn't enough room. Well, the pumper truck pulls up, so two lanes are, are blocked now. Well, the police officer comes out there and says, no, 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 move the, move the pumper truck. In the meantime, the head guy in the fire thing had already gotten out and was trying to attend to the person. And he's, he looked back and he's like, what's this guy doing? So he goes back to the driver of the pumper truck, the, the fireman, and says, no, no, don't move it. Well, the policeman sees that, and and goes back and says, no, move it. And then they kind of get in. It wasn't like a fight or anything. But the guy turns around and arrests the fireman. Because the fireman wanted to be safe. And wanted to have enough room where, you know, they weren't going to have some car coming up and smashing the rear You see that all the time on some of these videos. Where there's a policeman on the side of the road. And some car comes up and nails them, rear ends them while they're, you know, while the guy's giving them a ticket or something. He was trying to prevent that. <laughs> he got arrested. <laughs> okay, so, and then, next next YouTube video, man faces 16 years for videotaping police traffic stop and posting it on YouTube. The guy had a literal camet helm. Or a helmet cam. Camet helm, that was a good one. Um, helmet cam. Honestly, I mean, this thing was sticking up. You couldn't miss it. The cop knew he was being filmed. There's no expectation of privacy if you're in the open public on a bike and a cop comes up to you. 
But this guy's facing 16 years for videotaping this police traffic stop when the camera was 100% visible. It's just turning into Gestapo police state is what we're talking about here. And again, contrast this with the information I just went over. Where all of this no policing is going on at the border. Yeah, come one, come all. Bring them in. Come on, the more the merrier. And, and the worst, the worst dregs of society, yeah, let that Santa Muarte death call just multiply like crazy. Bring that up here too. Because we love death and destruction up here in America. We love unjust laws and, and, and anything that's evil. Just bring it in. Because we love it. We can't get enough of it. Which is essentially how the government is acting. They're, 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 it's loud and clear. They want evil. They want destruction. They want death. Our government wants all of that in spades for us in America. It's evil. They love it. This is the, the point it's getting to. I'm not saying everybody that's involved in government's bad, a bad person. I'm saying collectively. Okay? The head is sick. Okay? And I'm actually going to go over those verses in Isaiah 1 uh, today, where it, it, it basically intimates that if the head is sick, the whole body is also going to become sick. And this is where we're at. doesn't mean that every part of the body is necessarily, you know, bad. But again, the system is becoming more and more corrupted by the day. Going next uh, video. Insane cop arrests ABC News reporter for filming a traffic accident. The guy was trying to film a traffic accident. I mean, he was an ABC reporter. And the guy, I mean, the, the, the power trips these cops are on, it's, it's unreal. I'm not saying all, but I'm saying a lot of them. There are, there are so many videos up there like this, you wouldn't even know where to begin. I just picked some of them. Next one, cop shoots restrained dog in the head. They had this dog on the end of a pole. One of the straight poles. The dog could not get to either of the cops. And he didn't like it, but he wasn't even really trying to get at them. He just didn't like it. I mean, they have this thing, he's being choked. Well, they turn around because the dog wasn't evidently doing exactly what he wanted, and they shot him right in the head. You know, seems reasonable to me. Kind of a, uh, you know, way that they kind of took care of things. Shows it right on film. Um, and then warrantless checkpoints in America. That's another video that's up there. So, I, I, I went over those two things to kind of contrast how much and how unjust the scales of justice are and are becoming and will become. And this isn't going to get better. You know, it, it, I, I wish it was, but it's not. The Bible predicts it's going to be this way. It's going to get more lawless and these types of things. And um, it's just better to prepare right now because it's mind-boggling what is going on on a daily basis. Uh, next article is entitled Obama Gets Civilian Army in Healthcare Bill. Barack Obama has apparently fulfilled his campaign wish of establishing a civilian army along with setting up universal health care in America. Uh, details of the civilian army were hidden in the voluminous Obamacare bill which, is in the Cong which our congressmen and senators voted on uh, but did not read. You know, they said, was it Pelosi said, well, you're going to have to, you're going to have to pass it to know what's in it. It seems reasonable. You know, kind of like a birthday present, you know, it, you know, you don't know, really know what's inside, but you know, you got to pass it to know what's in it. Now I give you the pertinent section here of the bill in Obamacare, where it talks about establishing a reserve ready corp, um, and, um, it's going to be commissioned and, and uh, it's going to be in service in time of national emergency. It's Section 203, Commission Corps and Ready Reserve Corps. Um, all commission officers shall be citizens of the United States and shall be appointed without regard to civil service laws. I'm just trying to hit some of the high points here. Uh, commission officers of the Ready Reserve Corps shall be appointed by the President. So we know that Obama would never appoint anybody unjust. Uh, he's very trustworthy. Commission officers of the Ready Reserve Corps shall at all times be subject to call to active duty by the Surgeon General as well. 
And then this last part, essentially what it says that those personally appointed by Barack Obama without advice and consent of the Senate, they will automatically become part of what they call the regular corps. So, um, yeah, it sounds pretty draconian, a kind of a... Uh, civilian army in the health care bill. It's one of the other bonuses of Obamacare. I mean, this it's like the gift that keeps on giving. You know, Obamacare. Uh, again, one more, it's estimated it's the biggest tax in the history of mankind that has been imposed with the passing of this abomination care that has been passed. So, um, another, another, uh, horrific part of the Obamacare is uh, entitled They Want to Sterilize American Women. Sterilization won't cost women a penny under Obamacare. Now, remember, I mean, if it's something evil, they're going to cover it. You better believe it. The more evil, the better. The more evil, the more they're going to cover it, the more they're going to condone it, the more they're going to facilitate it. Did you know the sterilization will not cost women a penny under Obamacare? A new regulation that goes into effect on August 1st requires that health care plans cover sterilization for all women with reproductive capacity. Quote, reproductive capacity. That includes teenage girls. So see, now you can take under Obamacare, you can take your teenage girl in and get her sterilized. You know, so she doesn't ever have to worry about those pesky babies. According to the new regulation, women must have access to sterilization without having to pay a co-payment, co-insurance, or deductible. See, they're going to make sure they make that real, real, super easy. You know, because that's one of the main, it's the first commandment of the Ten Commandments of the New World Order. Reduce world population to 500 million. See Obama Guidestone. See a lot of the quotes by a lot of the uh, elitists. Basically the first commandment. Mother Gaia is being grieved, Mother Earth, whatever you want to call it, is being grieved by all the uh, people on planet Earth, and, and the population must be, quote, stabilized, and that means reduced radically. 90 to 95% reduction, most likely, is what they're after. So, uh, goes on to say, so women won't have to pay a single penny out of pocket if they want to get sterilized. Of course, the sterilization mandate will make health care insurance more expensive for all of us. So understand, if you go in for this Obamacare stuff, you're going to be forced, part of what you're paying into it will cover this. Just understand that. See, there comes a point where you have to draw a line in the sands, the way I look at it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> look at what you're funding like I talked about the IRS. Okay? Not one dime of what you pay to the IRS goes to running this country. It's a well-known fact. Ronald Reagan established that when he commissioned the Grace Commission in like 1984 to check all major sectors of, of the government and they determined not one dime. Where does it go? The bankers, the International Monetary Fund, the IRS is the private debt collection arm of the International Monetary Fund that the elitists that the Illuminati, that the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and the, and the elite Illuminati bankers own. So when you pay money to the IRS, you're just funding your own destruction. You're just right into the bankers' pockets. Not going to run this country. Yet, if you, if you act, you know, whenever it's discussed on by the talking heads or the newspapers or whatever, the only tax that counts, the only tax that's patriotic is, is the income tax. That's the only one. Do, do you pay taxes? You know how many taxes we pay? Hundreds, on a on many times a daily basis, just doing what you do. It's built into everything that we do. Taxes are built into almost every aspect of any transaction you participate, other than maybe bartering. You pay massive taxes all the time. Those are the ones that go to run in this country, not the IRS. That's just their their way of, of uh, you know sucking you dry, essentially. This is the same thing. You're, you've got Obamacare and the IRS, you know, of, of all, you know, satanic factions of the government that I just mentioned, you know, they're going to be the enforcement arm of Obamacare. <laughs> How appropriate. How totally appropriate. And they're going to, you know, I mean, there's so many, you know, come get your teenage daughter sterilized. 
I guarantee you, any form of contraception, any form of sterilization, any kind of abortion, oh, that's going to be no problemo. You better believe it. We'll cover all that, and, and we're, yes, I mean, that's going to be a priority for them. Going further, it says, why are they doing this? They're doing this because they love death. That's why they do it. They love death. Why? Because their deeds are evil. They're just like their father, the devil. And of his lusts and of his works, they will do. Because they're like their father, the devil. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. That's what Satan's all about. That's what this is all about. They believe that they are saving Mother Gaia by reducing human numbers. That is why, quote, family planning is always at the very heart of the, quote, green agenda. They want to sterilize women because that will help keep the population down. And if there are less people running around, there will be less of us to ruin their planet with all of our pollution. The new Obamacare regulation requires health insurance policies to offer 100% coverage for all approved contraceptive methods sterilization procedures, and patient education and counseling for all women with reproductive capacity. But to fully understand what's going on, you have to look at the context of what's being implemented all over the globe. Have you heard of Agenda 21? It's an international effort coordinated by the United Nations to make the world a more, quote, sustainable place in the 21st century. To the social engineers at the forefront of the effort, the number one threat to sustainable development is overpopulation. That is why population control is one of the central pillars of Agenda 21. So all over the globe, family planning programs are being pushed and funded by the United Nations and many UN-funded family planning facilities all over the world. Planet sterilization, all of the planet sterilizations are being offered for free. You better believe it. Oh, another one of the main ways they're sterilizing people is through the vaccines. It's a proven fact many of the agents in the vaccines actually cause sterilization or spontaneous abortions in the womb. Covered that many times in the past. There's all kinds of stuff they're doing to the food. To the water. Sterilization agents. Fluoride is. Fluoride's a sterilization agent. You take any poison, it's going to most likely act as a contributor to a sterilization agent at some molecular level, you know, and they're dumping this stuff into the air, into the food, into the water, you know, all over the place. So, they're doing this on many, many different levels. Okay, I just checked, and uh, I'm going to go to part two next. Uh, I just don't have enough room to get sneak this extra information into um, part one. Um, and I would ask that you uh, pray for us and um, our finances. Um, giving's been down, and I totally understand that, because look at what is happening in the world. <laughs> um, but I don't solicit funds. I don't ever get into that stuff. I hate doing that. I don't even like bringing it up. Um, but... It's also, I just ask people to pray about giving things. We pray about a lot of things in this particular ministry. And I never want to emphasize that or even, I don't even like talking about it. But um, I just want to mention it and um, thank the people that have uh, prayed for us and donated to this ministry over the years. Uh, I've been doing this now, really with the newsletter, I think it's been about, 10 or 12 or 13 years on the newsletter and then what I did eventually is around 06 I believe I segued into probably about 05 but I didn't I had a lot of the teachings but I didn't archive them I, I was recording them but I wasn't with at that point sermon audio and I think I actually started putting them up in 06 um, so I've been in actual the audio teaching has been going on now for about 6 years the newsletter which I did for a lot of years, uh, was with the health newsletter and the Christian current events. That was probably about 12 or 13 years. So I, I, I just thought about that the other day on, on the other, because I've actually done the other quite a bit longer. Uh, but anyway, God bless you, and um, we will see you in part two.
Scott Johnson's weekly audios are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H dot com. Please help us continue this work. To support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2nd Line, 450 Conover, C-O-N-O-V-E-R, Boulevard West, number 202, 3rd Line, Conover, North Carolina, 28613. Or on the internet, PayPal can be used at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.